0: Art is awesome. Martial arts are awesome. Let's take a journey to where they both are meet. Welcome to the Martial Artsy Podcast.
1: Testes. Testes. One, two.
0: Testicular.
1: <laughs> what's up guys um this is ray kong sarai bringing you yet another tremendous episode of uh the martial artsy podcast i have to get today with me even though i so for some reason my mouth isn't working right you know it's funny because it's like like as soon as i press play it, I, I almost feel like it always happens to me. It's like I started, blah, 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 and then like somewhere, like around like fifteen, twenty minutes into it, like when I forget that I'm like, on, I have like this thing in my hand. Like yeah. then, like everything kind of like settles out. But hopefully, like the more of these I do, like the better. You know. Um,
0: yeah, I'm just gonna just keep yeah. doing. I mean, it. we were just chatting nonstop for t- yeah twenty minutes right now without there was no problems. stuttering. No problems. Yeah. None. Zero. <laughs>
1: I was a machine, right? You guys didn't get to see that though. You were
0: super on point. I was on point. All your conversation, (laughs) your Um, references were out of control. Out
1: of control. Out of control. Um, I have Diego Garijo. Is that how you? Is that the appropriate way to say it? Garijo. Garijo. Yeah. Diego Garijo, with me. Um, He's a friend of mine, and he is going in with theme of the martial artsy podcast. He is an artist and as well as a martial artist and on the martial artsy podcast if this is your first time tuning in we like to take a look at martial arts and art and find the confluence between those two and see where they both live and then just pick apart things that like maybe one can borrow from the other and just kind of like talk about like, what happens and some of the things that it takes to, like, succeed in one particular focus and how it might relate to, like, the another type of focus. And then uh, most of the, the big thing is is I, I like for people that might potentially be into art to know that just because you're into art, it's not like you don't have to surrender your ability to to be – able to defend yourself (laughs) you know maybe potentially you don't have to like they're two sides of the same coin and a lot of times they live you know they're two sides of the same coin in people so it's like it like the vast majority of people that I have come in contact with through martial arts there's a lot of people that are into art so that's kind of what we like to do here and then
0: yeah, uh-huh. you don't have to be a stereotype, right? I mean, exactly. just because you're a badass doesn't mean you can't be creative, and just because you're creative doesn't mean yeah. you can you have to be a pushover.
1: That's right. You can keep your lunch money and still right. paint. <laughs>
0: what you got on my 40?
1: Which you got on my 40? Huh? Complete with Devo. <laughs> attire. Devo attire, son. You can see. I should have done some push-ups. With, get with swole. swole. I need yeah. to get the
0: blood. got to yeah, pick the, blood the blood angles. Yeah, we all know how important those are yeah instagram selfies
1: yeah exactly you gotta have angles if you don't know your angles what are you doing what are you even doing you gotta
0: get that bathroom lighting yeah i don't know know why i always have a six-pack in the bathroom
1: i have like a four-pack depending on the morning
0: (laughs) if the lighting's right you know what
1: i mean no carb no carb evening Uh, wake up four-pack that's what's up you know four-pack with a spare tire it's all good um so my guest today diego garrijo we've known each other for quite some time Mm -hmm. and he's into if you couldn't tell from the panning i did a little bit earlier maybe however i put this in here um he's super duper into art and he paints and he's accomplished and he's sold work Mm -hmm. and more interesting not more interesting but also interesting is the fact that as a martial artist he's very accomplished i don't Let's, let's, we can run down a list. Um, he has eight MMA fights?
0: Oh, wow. My memory does fill me. Uh, yeah, it should be right around there. I did a couple that weren't sanctioned. Okay. And before that, I did a lot of like backyard boogie MMA.
1: Okay. Yeah. He's been punching people in the face. For a long time, he's right. a member of the Ashy Knuckle Fraternity, right, right. as we like to refer to it.
0: <laughs> I started before it was legal in California. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that that just goes to tell you, you know, like there's a lot of shit sometimes doesn't make it on the books.
1: Yeah, no, that's cool. He's yeah. been he's been punching people in the face for a long time. MMA wise, he's got wins over Jens Pulver, UFC Hall of Famer. Um, he's done a lot. He's actually currently a bare knuckle fighter for BKFC, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um what else? He competed in Metamorphs? Uh professional jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Worst ten minutes of my life it's I right. like to refer to that as <laughs> He's uh, done I mean, I've always say I, a lot of times I refer to it as like having like multiple lives, you know? Right. Kind of like Highlander, you know, like he always has those flashbacks where he's like like I was a knight and then I was like, you know right. a Wild West dude, you know? Like he's one of those dudes kinda like me've had like many, many lives and iterations, mm-hmm. you know. Right. From my knowledge, I know I remember when we when I first uh kinda got wind of you was back at the old undisputed days and you guys came over from city boxing with uh mm-hmm. with Mike Fowler. Yeah. And then um because Wade Ship, another one, shout out to Wade Ship. Um oh boy. One of the homies, he was, I mean, like, he's the other big guy, you know, so, like, we got to train together a lot. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, he, um, he's like, yeah, Diego's into, like, he's, like, doing, like, training with the Russian, like, <laughs> so I'm not even sure what that was. I think it was kettlebells. It may have been
0: it was everything that guy was legit a psycho yeah <laughs> yeah and like everybody was going to all these professional guys with like accolades and yeah. i found this one weird dude yeah that was stationed in a gym that was originally owned by jack LaLanne.
1: oh wow
0: and i don't know how he got it but basically the only way he stayed in business was that he still had all of Jack LaLanne's original clientele, which was like in their eighties. And he had the only indoor pool at the time, I guess. Uh And they would all come there to do their swims. That's how he kept the doors open. He had a little room in the back where he would completely fucking set it off on anybody who was stupid enough to walk through that door. Uh, (laughs) The first time he tested me, like he had to do an evaluation to, to see how we were gonna train. He literally made me cry. He, like, made me fucking pick up this medicine ball that was, like, 200 pounds. And it was just the most intense workout I've ever done in my life. And, like, he broke me down. And I went back with him uh, for a while. A lot of people I would take there, and they're just like, "Nah, this isn't, this isn't cool. This isn't, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't cool. He's trying He's to kill so us. He's mean. He's trying to kill us. And then he would bring in his fucking Russian wife, oh, and I'm she sure. would, like, out fucking lift you. Oh. And you'd just be like, fuck. And, uh, oh, shit, is this R-rated? Yeah, it's r Okay, cool. Yeah. All right.
1: I have made it sure it was already just in case. Excellent, Because <laughs> I right. I hate that people are like, oh yeah, no, it's it's uh, my bad. It's no, no, dude. No, right. we're talking about art, bro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, arts can and be, martial uh, arts. Definitely. You know, you can't
1: punch people in the face, bro. That's sometimes yeah. you, you might. Oh mother. <laughs> that's right. You gotta <laughs> it let might them go. You, you gotta know? let them go. Yeah. You know, habitualism. Yeah. So yeah, that's
0: yeah, I was doing that, and uh, I guess. Th- Yeah, because most people didn't want to stick it out with that dude. And eventually we, you know, he was a bit crazy, so we had personality clashes, and that's why I stopped. But I think I was, like, the only psycho that was willing to keep going back to that guy for a while, and that got me pretty far.
1: Yeah, no, I remember I was, like, the ship was, like, he trains with the Russian. This was, like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That was kind of, like... Like the like the hovering cloud that like
0: followed you into the gym before anything. Just to prove a point, uh Mm -hmm. the only person that ever went with me more than once there was Diego Sanchez. Okay. Which just lets you know what level fucking crazy that dude's (laughs) on (laughs) because you know Diego will put up with a lot. Yeah, like Diego will fucking put up with a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's 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 yeah, he's definitely that's awesome. Shout out Diego Sanchez. Uh Um
0: what's it what's his new nickname? The I na- think he's the dream. the dream. Is I it, think he's a dream. He's he didn't he's did something else. The solar no plexus. I don't know. He's a, it, the dude. yes cartwheel. <laughs> no, he's got a lot of, <laughs> <got> a lot <laughs> a lot of, of shit of, going on. He's got stuff in his arsenal, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So one of the things that I remember too, besides the whole Russian thing, was you're like one of the first like normal sized humans that I've ever met. That can tear a phone book in <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. Thanks, yeah. Yeah, we used to work on a lot of grip strength. And uh, eventually, I got to deadlift 500 pounds. Uh, one time, I got 545 off the ground. But I fucking couldn't lock it out, and one time I was gonna lock it out for sure, and I forgot a plate on one side, and it was all crooked, and I just knew it. I was like, if that plate was on the other side, I would have fucking would've got, got it. it. Yeah. And then when I went to put on the plate and try, I had blown my whole load on it's this already. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, I also did professional arm wrestling after my retina detachment. Yeah. And that another got a lot, thing. Yeah, that got a that, yeah one of the many like you <laughs> said the lives of the, the Highlander.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, one of the past lives. Yeah. So, strong man. Basically for the most part, mm-hmm. powerlifting. lifting. huh. Um, what else? Uh
0: Professional arm lifting. Professional uh, arm, arm wrestling.
1: Arm Sorry. wrestling, not to be confused with professional arm lifting. Which is, which is an a offshoot
0: <laughs> of Strongman. Legit. <laughs> oh shit. Wait, is that the one where you That's just want yeah, like, like,
1: no, oh. no, 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 no. no no, lifting is like, so like they like it arm lifting, but it's basically like a one-arm deadlift. a one arm deadlift with oh, with like they a It's like the rolling little bit oh, yeah, rolling, yeah, yeah, the handle rolling thing. thunder. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah it's like a fucking you pick it up and it's got a bearing so it fucking like slides around in your hands. yeah it's and like it's like a, the, impossible the
1: size of a coke can right to make you know? it worse so it's like even worse right yeah i've i've myself have done a little bit of strong man because after um, yeah. my eye issue i embraced my inner ogre it's uh, like i can do this i'm big yeah. <laughs> i'm strong <laughs> well if anybody's wondering
0: why we competed against each other <laughs> after I retired from MMA the first time, after my eye issue, yeah. uh, I was not allowed to do contact sports for two years. And yeah. for ten years, it was my job to stay one seventy five so I could fight at one fifty five. Right. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to see how fucking fat and strong I could get." <laughs> yeah. And in I think a little bit over a year or close to two, I got up to from one seventy five to two thirty eight. I remember I was like, "Dude, he's so swole." That's one way to put it. No, bro. (laughs) Like,
1: like, no, it's like legit. Like, like I got like when I started getting like strongman and stuff, and like you know, like picking up like cars and stuff like that. You know, it's like, dude, like that's like, yeah, like. You were swole, bro. You were right. swole. I was definitely strong. I was fucking
0: not good at cardio then. Like, yeah. just turned purple.
1: I practiced fighting, so
0: I ain't got to practice running. Yeah. That's so, my motto. finally, <laughs> when I got cleared to do contact sports, I came back to grappling. Yeah. And that's when Morris offered that tournament. And yeah. if anybody doesn't know, like, they were doing some underground shit where if you won that tournament, you would go to the finals and the winner got $10,000, right? Which I'm sure that guy never, never, never got paid. Yeah. And, um, me and Kong went against each other, but the, here's the thing. They were supposed to have two heavyweights. Yeah. And the cutoff for one was 225, and then the other one's unlimited. Yeah. So I was 238, and I didn't want to go against Kong. So I lost 18 pounds so I could make 225. 225 yeah. Then I show up, and they say, There's not enough heavyweight. So we combined your class with con class. I go, Oh, fucking great. I just lost 18 pounds for nothing. For nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That
1: was horrible. Oh, it was so terrible.
0: <laughs> and right. then I told, I told Wade, uh, our, both our friend, uh, Wade ship. I told him, I don't want to hear any fucking coaching.
2: I said, I just want to <laughs> survive.
0: I said, all I want to hear from you is the time <laughs> call out the fucking time every minute. So I had the worst 10 minutes of my life. He almost <laughs> suffocated me a fucking couple times. And I just barely pulled it out. There was a couple times where I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out. And then like fucking you just let off enough that I was like, okay, I'm back. I'm back. And uh, I, time runs out. I run off the mat. And, the, and I yell at fucking Wade. I go, Wade. Wade. I didn't hear you say the time one fucking time. I didn't hear it. He looks at me. and goes, "Bro, you were breathing so heavy, nobody could hear it." I'm like, Fuck. "Okay, that, dude, that was like, a story s- checks out."
1: That was so awesome, dude. <laughs> that day, the tri- trippy part, about, like that day, like remember when Dean showed up and Dean just like yes! passed out in the in the workout area. <laughs> that was so rad it's like what is oh, happening shit. right now
0: had yeah, like the hiccups from drinking yeah drinking yeah somebody, he's uh, like
1: he's just coaching one of his guys he just like shows up and he like yeah. pass out in like the warm-up area andy burke yeah he, uh, yeah andy yeah Pop shout andy out to andy burke finals, yeah yeah, yeah andy all those
0: evil killers leg killer yeah. killer leg killers yeah cheating yeah cheating <laughs> motherfuckers
1: almost, almost just as joking bad just as, joking as, uh, <laughs> fucking wrist locks wrist locks yeah prison rules we're going yeah. prison rules on this bitch yeah Wr- wrist locks is like that's like my thing now
0: that I'm fat I'm not, oh, yeah, not, not as mobile yeah. yeah if you, you can get them fuck it yeah get
1: them I'm, I'm freaking I'm all about that life right now
0: yeah um, the older I get the more I have to cheat
1: I call it uh, I, I call it it's not cheesy, D.O.T.s D.O.T.s right. dirty old man tricks. right so you gotta right. have like a pocket full of those dirty old man tricks got to just, just spray them on right? people yeah um can't
0: let these young cats get ahead of us man nah yeah.
1: so all these different lives and uh, we'll go on tangents because why not yeah, fuck it why not
0: exactly people smoke weed they'll follow exactly they know what's <laughs>
1: up they'll be like yo i remember we- oh he came back to it all right okay yeah. um yeah so one of my favorite stories about diego would have to be that one night in i hop <laughs>
0: See, fuck, I, I mean, I used to drink so much back then that when people say shit like that, yeah. I'm like, oh, what's going to be No, it was like, you were so Yuma? Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the so I started with the phone book thing. Yeah. Okay, so I'd always heard these stories about the phone book, right? And then um, we're at IHOP and Yuma because there's nothing else in Yuma. after. Right. after somebody was fighting. I think Wade fought that night.
0: Yeah, I think it was Wade. Yeah, yeah Wade,
1: like, just yeah. smushed some dude. Yeah. Like, just bludgeoned like some usual. dude. Yeah, tremendous. It was yeah. great. And then afterwards, so he's all good. And then everyone's, you know, we're just kind of like enjoying ourselves. And then I don't know if somebody brought it up at the table, but like, they're like, oh, yeah, this dude, he can. I think it, Ships might have actually brought it
0: up. I think it was Shifts. He, he brought, brought, it, it, brought up. it up. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: brought it up. He's like, it, something about, you know, and then we're on our way out and we're like in the little foyer four four area. And this is like, just to let you know the time frame, like, they actually had a phone book there.
0: Right, right. <laughs> that's, that's actually very key to the story, man. <laughs> it's like, that's it's so very, long ago. Yeah, that was very There was telling. actually
1: a phone book there. And so, legit, you know, like, we're all walking out. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. And then, like, like you said, like you had to maintain one seventy five. So like at this time, you're not a giant ships is like six, four. I'm like, I mean, if you're watching video, like you can see, see I'm big. And if you're not watching video, if you listen to this, like just regular, like I'm pretty big, you know, you're bigger. Yeah. And you're not like, (laughs) 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 that's a good way to put it. I'm not, you know, at at this time, at this time, you're not, you know, and it's like, like, he's like, is he, so you asked for the phone, book you're like, hey, can I borrow the phone? But it was so polite. Yeah. I don't think the lady thought anything of it, you know? And you're like the smallest one from the, you know, from the consortium of ogres. Right. And like, you go, oh, thank you. And then <laughs> just like straight up ripped it in half and then put and, and like neatly stacked it on top of each other, and thank you. And then hit it back to the lady. It was like, draw oh. jaws were on the floor. I was like, oh my God, this is the most awesomest thing I think I've ever seen, you know? Like, I want to learn how to rip a phone book. <laughs> 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 Just so I can do that. But oh, now, shit. they're like, you know, they don't even make phone books I anymore. know, <laughs> you know,
0: like, I've been looking for them to practice, because, like, yeah. you have to fucking, you have to practice that shit, you know? Yeah. And uh, I used to start with the thinner ones, and then eventually worked my way up to the bigger ones. But I can't even fucking find them anymore. Every yeah. time I go to the I back then I used to walk into like a Albertson's, always grab a phone book, tear it, put it there and just keep walking, <laughs> walk you know? On, just, and that's how I practice that yeah. shit. Now I can't even find them anywhere. So that's freaking gotta yeah. get back on that though. Stupid internet. Yeah. <laughs> tear a phone day. in half. Just <laughs> oh just got somebody's iPhone. Just oh, oh.
1: Unleashed, oh, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, that's a power team stuff right there. Yeah, man.
0: power <laughs> team. Richard, like I never got into blowing up water bottles, though but that's maybe some next level shit. You know, yeah. you gotta have goals. To yeah, set for future. like you ain't
1: gotta run nowhere. Right. Just blow up a, just blow up a uh, water yeah, bottle and fucking explode until in. it explodes and, and and close your eyes. Try not to pop your lungs doing it <laughs> or anything else. Fuck yeah, dislocate your like lip muscle. Oh, <laughs> look
0: like you got a stroke or something. Scary. Sounds scary, <laughs> like, dude. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> i mean i get lightheaded blowing up balloons for a fucking birthday party yeah either.
1: yeah you gotta do that in shifts right. <laughs> like all right whew, i'll be back <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um so yeah that, that was like probably one of them and then we get back to the hotel room and then <laughs> wave kept trying to get you to tear a bible in half you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember can you do that a bible part. you're like
1: you're like no <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, "All right,
1: okay." Oh, shit! <laughs> He's like, "Come on, bro." Yeah, I, they got the Gideon Bibles in the hotel room. He's like, "Can you do it?"
0: God, I know I was drunk. I don't remember that shit. And the only reason I remember the IHOP thing is because Wade brings it up all the time. Yeah, I was. I'm pretty sure I was blackout drunk.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was. It uh-huh. was. I mean, it was funny. But hey, you know, those were the days. <laughs> um, so. Another interesting thing, arm wrestling, mm-hmm. professional arm wrestling. Yeah. I remember, like, talking to you back in the day, like, about arm wrestling and, like, I was wanting to get, into, get it. into it. Yeah. And at the time. You uh, had to do your taxes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, had to do, I had taxes to do. And my significant other was pressuring me at the time, was pressuring me oh, to not. Get into arm wrestling I, because, like, I have what's referred to as a three-quarter track mind. Okay. Like, if I'm, not, I have great focus, great blinders. But if I'm not careful, I can like shiny ball, like bro, yeah, squirrel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, squirrel. You know, uh, I'm totally not paying attention, uh, and I'm totally sidetracked in uh, whatever I'm supposed to be doing. You know. Like, I will fall down a a rabbit hole in a direction and just be, like, elbow deep in the rabbit hole. Definitely. You know,
0: so... That might be more of a common trait for fighters. I think so. I think so.
1: I think think you got to have that, like, that focus that just kind of, like, just, like... Because... You don't want to die. Right.
0: <laughs> <So I'm> like, <laughs> Focus on not dying right trying, now. I'm just, I'm, so laser focused.
1: I'm just so not going to die right now. Right. I got to get through this. Yeah. He's mad. He's been training to kill man. Right. <laughs> he warmed up before he came out here.
0: That's what I and say. And I happen man. to be a man. Right. So I'm not
1: trying to let that happen. Yeah.
0: I always say that I'm there to kill somebody. It's the referee's job to stop, to stop it. me. Exactly. Yeah. It's the referee's job to make sure I don't get killed too. It's like punching
1: yeah. through the target. Right not to the target. To so Mike same, Tyson, shit. This yeah, it's the same mm. mind mindset. You know, like you gotta go through the target. Because if you if you only go to the target, you you may not, may not make full contact. You know, right, right. You may not be able to accomplish. But um, yeah, I I remember wanting to go do 100%. arm wrestling yeah. stuff. And
0: I mean, I remember trying to recruit you, and I remember one time having you pretty close to lockdown, and you're like. Oh, you know what? Uh, We got to start the taxes. My wife says, (laughs) 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 I got to gather the receipts. I was like, ah, okay, all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh, So what got you into arm wrestling?
0: So yeah, when I got my retinal detachment and I got my surgery, um, like I said, they said no contact sports for two years. And then the first thing I started to do was lifting weights. And that's when I started getting kind of big and putting on a lot of weight. And uh, next thing I knew, um, I was watching ESPN, and I watched these two fucking psychos like talk more shit than I've ever seen any fighter talk. Uh-huh. And then they line up, and they and it's like, and it's over. And I was like, "What
2: the fuck is that?" <laughs> I mean, I've seen over the top,
0: but like, I thought that was that was Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I was, didn't know that was like some real yeah, shit. Yeah. And then so I see this guy; he's completely, utterly insane, right? Yeah and i google him and he lives like four blocks from my house oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. i was like oh shit i gotta go meet this guy and i went over there and it was like love at first sight you know like i was just like fucking up to here in arm wrestling 24 7 yeah for like a year dude i remember
1: going over he had like everything in like his backyard like yeah. all the little makeshift strange things like yeah. i was like dude i was
0: for those that don't know, uh, his name's Alan Fisher. He's uh, in his 60s now, and he's probably still fucking murdering people. Yeah. And he was in the movie Over the Top. He was one of the, the smaller guys. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to say it's a shout genetic deformity Yeah, shut up. Uh, because he's watching for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, uh, he I wouldn't say it's a deformity, but this man weighs 165 pounds, and he has a hand <laughs> that makes you feel like a child,
1: <laughs> like it's fully yeah, like engulfs your entire right, hand. You yeah.
0: hold them and you're like, oh fuck, I got like a little tiny baby kid, like a paw. bunch, of,
1: like a bunch of bananas. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: and it just goes to show that arm wrestling's like basically from the forearm to the hand. It's it's not as much bicep as people think. Yeah, and I took weight there once and weighed six four, two hundred mm-hmm. varies between two forty to two sixty. Yeah. And he was just fucking holding weight, 165 pounds, just holding him, looking him in the eye, going, oh, you're pretty strong, you're (laughs) you're a strong guy. And he's like,
2: oh, (laughs) dude.
0: And Wade's like, this shit sucks, I'm not coming back. (laughs) (laughs) See, he's smart. (laughs) Yeah, he's smarter than me, because I'll tell you what, dude, uh, being a professional arm wrestler, fuck. It's like jujitsu, pain. But only on your elbow. Only elbow. Only on your elbow. The <laughs> whole body weight, every fucking ache and pain is only on your elbow. Oh, and yeah. I would cry myself to bed.
1: Oh,
0: what <laughs> oh, did I do
1: that? <laughs> Dude. Every
0: fucking night. Dude, I
1: remember seeing you doing that. I was like, fuck, he's living a life. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's living a life, bro. The life
0: of a professional arm wrestler. He's
1: over the top right now, bro. Yeah. His hat is backwards. Yeah. <laughs> That sh- that show,
0: it was so much fun dude and then when the second year was up and my doctor said okay you're cleared to go g- do contact sports i go what the fuck am i doing i go I'm <laughs> so, so much better at jujitsu <laughs> than fucking arm wrestling yeah. what the fuck am i doing here <laughs> jesus christ and That just I, it was fun but it's like i left and i never looked back and yeah. every once in a while i'll fuck around but yeah yeah i'm not showing up to any arm wrestling practices anytime soon so you got
1: all the moves that
0: pour over yeah the, <laughs> you got basically you got the over the top which is kind of like more back like that then you got the hook you pull it down here and then you got the press which is like you get behind it and you're actually fucking like, press bench that pressing that's yeah. like yeah and it's fucking dude i've been doing jujitsu for 15 years you know how many broken arms i've seen at tournaments in 15 years like one three but two of them were my fault like i did two of them so i'm not not gonna lie but uh dude in one year of fucking arm wrestling i saw four broken arms that shit is fucking dangerous for (laughs) arms i mean you're not gonna fucking die but you will fucking break your arm
1: that's just no bueno it's like it's like i remember like like for me like i like wrestled like in high school (laughs) one thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, I remember people in high in wrestling in high school being like, "Yo, like, like I don't know about that judo stuff because like they can twist arms and 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 like you know they can hurt each other and whatnot and like, but it, but it's like the like the indirectness of like wrestling mm-hmm. was so brutal. Right? It was like brutal, like, like. Our coach had a rule. He's like, if you're doing something and it hurts, or you hear the guy scream, do it harder because do you're doing something right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And yeah. it's, it's like that strange indirectness of it would cause so much, so many different issues and injuries and stuff. Like, and it's like I could, I could see how like in like arm wrestling, like that would be the thing too. Like, yeah. Like you can't technically, well, depending on the
0: rule set, put the other guy in the face. Cause <laughs> I, th- I, know. I know what you're going to say. I saw that, ex, that ex-arm wrestling yeah, shit where yeah, they strap him yeah. down. Yeah, and then you go f- just fucked fuck the
1: guy up. It's like, just fight regular. Right, <laughs> just, right. Come it's on. It's so much better. Like, Come on. You're giving
0: both sports a bad name. Yeah, just like, you.
1: both. anyone that does either of them is just like,
0: ugh. Yeah. Why yeah. though? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean, though. And, uh, I mean, I wrestled in high school. I completely sucked. But, yeah, it's like you can't tap somebody out but you want to fuck them up yeah so exactly yeah, yeah and it was weird i mean i i had heard of dean uh he's a few years older than me so i had heard of him you know coming up and when he went from wrestling into sambo and shit and yeah that's when you're like oh you like I, a lot of wrestlers showed up like oh i'm gonna work this shit and then, yeah yeah bad news bear for you <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't work out that way
1: yeah so. dude i remember yeah dean man like that's just funny man cuz I remember um Jerry Matsumoto like RIP um he was like he was like the Sambo dude mm-hmm. like for a, like a hot second and like I remember I actually bought like two of the like the whole a red and a blue like yeah, jacket from from Jerry you nice. know but um yeah Sambo here in San Diego that's just kind of it's kind of there's some videos of it floating around mm-hmm. I know like probably like somewhere like on YouTube like of like, the old AAU sambo stuff from here. Like, man, that's a whole different, whole different thing.
0: Yeah, just like we said, another Highlander life we live. Yeah,
1: another Highlander life.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I am immortal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, so like, okay, so we we talked about the Russian. We talked about you tearing phone books in half. Mm-hmm. We talked about you. Getting into powerlifting, mm-hmm. we talked about we we originally we we kind of like like may have touched on it a little bit, but like your eye injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never I don't think on this podcast I've ever like say anything about my eye injury, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I have an eye injury as well, um or have had an eye injury or like you know. Um, i i'm wearing glasses if you can
0: tell <laughs> yeah i should be wearing glasses by the way i pretty much refuse to but i need them really I, bad
1: i was rocking contacts for a hot second but then it got to the point once i um had to start using drops you know like i was like i'm not taking these contacts so i like i'll use like the extended wear contacts yeah my buddies do and then they leave them in for like right, three weeks yeah. and then
0: they're like welded to their eye yeah
1: so i was like dude i'm not freaking i'm not gonna do that like so i was rock the glasses and like i like these guys these are transitions like old man transitions yeah so like in the sunlight (laughs) no i I have
0: a pair like that too because i'm super light sensitive in this eye yeah but this is my good eye so i feel really uncomfortable if i wear shades yeah yeah so um because I don't, I don't want to cover this eye at all. My compromise is I have a transition lens on this side on or I have side. a lot of sunglasses where I pop this lens out. Oh yeah. So yeah. like, if you see me around town wearing those glasses and you think I'm just trying to be fucking hip and cool, yeah. I'm not like, I got yeah, fucking no. problems. I've been like hiking and I'm coming down the mountain and some dude's coming up and he's like, Arr, you pirate go oh, fuck you i'm blinding one eye asshole. he's like oh my god i'm sorry i <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: nah, just kidding it's fine this
0: is medicinal I'm yeah
1: kidding. right <laughs> don't give me no 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 crap you know right yeah yeah but so um i think in some of my other po- podcasts we've talked about like just kind of like uh just some of like the grind of like fighting and mm. like kind of like what goes with it and then um like everyone, a lot of times I feel like focuses like so much on like the glory of it all and just kind of like like some of like more of the fun aspects of it all. Oh yeah. Um, there's a little bit of not so much fun uh, fun in it, and um, I've had I know I've had like a I had like what's referred to as a t- detached retina before. Yeah. And then you had like.
0: That's what I had. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I retired originally from MMA. Um, I actually uh, got it. In sparring, I didn't get it during a fight. Oh yeah. So um, I got punched in the. It was an uppercut, and I, dude, I know it was that punch. It was a fucking uppercut, and it, I just fucking went bing, and I saw like a bright white light. And then, uh, just so everybody recognizes these symptoms, especially if you're any kind of martial artist and you recognize this, this is something you need to go to the hospital for. Yeah. But I had a, a flashing white light. Yeah. And I had kind of heard uh, from being around the sport, so I called an eye doctor. And they're like, Oh yeah, that's they're like, that's pretty bad. They're like, You should come in. And just being a hard hit, I was like, Oh, well, I'm kinda busy this week. Why don't you schedule me next week? And within a couple of days, it went from flashing once or twice a day to where it was flickering like all day, like Oh yeah. And I went, Oh shit, okay, this is bad. So I made an appointment to go see the doctor and I'll never forget. Like he checks it, he's like, Yeah, I got some bad news. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, if you don't have surgery tomorrow, a hundred percent chance you go blind in that eye. And I was like, fuck. I was like, not even 90? Just like, he was like, yeah, a hundred percent chance. And I go, well, let's schedule it, I guess. And uh, my wife had dropped me off because I knew I was going to get dilated. Yeah. And the place was literally like just a mile away from my house. Yeah. And the kids had a field trip so she's like, hey, I can't pick you up. You know, like I'm going to take the kids to school and on the field trip. And I'm like, it's cool, babe. Don't worry. I'll walk home. It's only a mile. Um, so he, I get these fucking life changing news because he tells me I could fix it because I think your other one's going to go bad, too. And he's like, I don't know if you want to keep fighting. Yeah. So like that was a big decision for me to make. So he lets me out. I'm going to walk home. It literally starts raining. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 30 like something years old. I own a car. I haven't like walked home since high school. Yeah. You know, I'm like, so I'm like walking in the rain <laughs> with this fucking news in my head. And At I'm about if, to go blind. If you
1: start crying, it's all good
0: though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, notice shit. It's, it's just <laughs> crying on my face. It's raining on my face. Yeah. And so fuck. Yeah. I went home. I got the surgery. Um, little FYI. The guy mentioned that, uh, first of all. Uh, you probably had a similar procedure, right? They didn't. Yeah. They didn't put you general. No. Local. Yeah. Yeah. So you're awake. Awake, and you can see <laughs> the fucking needle going into your eye in slow like, motion.
1: Look this way. Uh, yeah. Look left. I mean, oh fuck <laughs> <him>. <laughs>
0: i mean of course they give you sedatives so you'll be chill as fuck yeah but a little fyi that uh my surgeon said is i've never had anybody talk through the entire surgery (laughs) he's like like, you wouldn't shut the fuck up (laughs) he's like and me and him are good friends we still talk to this day but he talked to me like uh, he goes uh yeah dude you wouldn't shut the fuck up you were talking (laughs) the whole fucking time yeah i mean i didn't remember but
1: I remember when I got mine I was like I laid on the table right and I'm like okay they're gonna put me out <laughs> and then they're like uh what music you wanna listen to <laughs> I'm like what is that I'm it's like, like I'm, all, I'm only gonna be up for like you know
0: because yeah
1: that? like I had like a surgery when I was like young you know and they were yeah. like come backwards from 20 and that's you know they like, put the stuff on you and like 20, 19 yeah. out. so I'm like oh snap this is what this is gonna be like and legit, I like, I like was sitting there, and I'm like, oh, but I'm not even gonna get to. No, you're gonna be awake the whole time. Meanwhile, I'm like on the table already prepped, and yeah. I'm like put on some Bob Marley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, uh, those. Hey,
0: yeah, um, did they also they put an air bubble inside yours as well? I
1: have no idea what they did.
0: Uh, the, for the, for the two following weeks do you remember if you could sleep a certain way i had to not i had to stay
1: on my back like i yeah like the entire time like not just like sleep like i just had to be on your back
0: be on my back okay so depending where the detachment is um cuz they want like the air bubble to rest on it the whole time yeah that's how you have to be for like the following two weeks so I don't know how you liked it, but uh you had to lay down for two weeks. I had I to be sitting hated up for two weeks. Oh I couldn't fucking lay down. I was losing my fucking mind. And if anybody knows Alan Belcher, yeah. I saw him, he had to be face down for his. Yeah. So he was like on a massage table with the with fucking... the face.
1: Oh yeah. dude, that sucks so bad. Oh dude. I, I was,
0: was losing my fucking mind.
1: Yeah. And then like and the funny part is for me is like so it's like when I went in, right? Um, Like, they made it like, oh, yeah. you're. you're so, like, I already had bad eyes. But, like, mm. both of my eyes are pretty bad to yeah. begin with, you know? And then, um, so I didn't have, like, a good eye and a bad eye. I just had two bad eyes. Yeah. And they're like, one of them's, like, you're going to go blind. And one of them, like, oh, man, it sucks. <laughs> well, legit, like, they didn't tell me all of the, like, so once they go into your eye, it changes the shape and the focal point. Yes. So legit, my actual eyesight and my now bad eye was twice as worse mm-hmm. as the one in the good eye. Like twice as worse. So it's like, oh man, I could have, <laughs> I would have opted for like, like the laser version because there's a bunch of different types of surgery you can get. There's like some sort of laser thing where they like, man sutra whatever yeah but they're like no do this one because like this one's like tougher in case you have an issue
0: yeah you know but i had no option they said i had to get the buckle yeah yeah because i had already had it lasered a few times
1: oh snap see i never had mine laser yeah
0: dude like i think i just have fucking bad redness from the get-go
1: i know i got my my grandpa boxed and he had like a
0: detached yeah, yeah. he
1: had the he had the gray eye yeah so like when rp papa <laughs> but uh when he was around, like, it, it was just funny because, like, I remember he had, um like, we have pictures or whatever. And then, like, like uh, our editor would have to like, go in and, <laughs> like, give him, like, a normal eye. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> shout out to Papa, you know, up there. Yeah. We, and it's funny, too, because, like, we legit have, have the same eye. uh uh-huh. Like, the same, same eye issue and the same eye. You know, like, it was both. Left eye, both
0: left eye, whatever. Well, I mean I hope I don't go blind yeah. inside, but if I do I want that milky white eye. Yeah, yeah. Like he I had the milky white hard. eye. That shit's
1: yeah. hard. That's that's yo, that's though. Yo, you earn that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't like, scare kids. You earn that, like you right. come over here yeah. <laughs> and tell you something about yourself. Right. <laughs> Y'all yo, young whippersnappers with all these blingy blingy phone phone thingies <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> You better go on there and do some push ups. <laughs> like
0: that'll be something <laughs> Different too. It's not even gonna be a phone. It's just like your Google yeah. eyes. Yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Shit. Get your fucking Google Get eyes off. Get your
1: Google eyes out of out of my face. Looking at me when I'm talking to you. Right. Yeah, you still on. You still on. All right, cool Yeah. So, so yeah. So the I think, and then so you after the I think you stopped, you you went to no contact and went into um, pro arm wrestling.
0: First powerlifting, then pro uh, arm wrestling.
1: Powerlifting, pro arm wrestling. And then, back to jiu-jitsu. Back to jiu And you're brown belt in jiu-jitsu. You-
0: uh, believe it or not, I'm still a purple belt. You're still a purple belt? Yeah, but there's a very good reason for that. Oh, and okay. I don't complain is that I don't like to go to class. Yeah. And I just show up to open mats and fucking wreck lots of brown belt and Black belt sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I don't like to go to class. Yeah. That's just me. You minor know? technicality. Yeah. Minor, minor technicality. technicality. And I, I'm also very disrespectful, too. Mad <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> mad disrespectful. Like I've uh, picked up <laughs> lower belts. Yeah. Uh, and throwing them at higher belts. And, and, no, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, I, over yeah, there. I, I picked one up and I did the helicopter, and then I just uh, let go and the guy flew off. i hit a man with another. And man. then also our good buddy Casey, Casey oh, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I passed this guard and I went neon belly, and then oh, I feel so bad for putting him on blast right now. <laughs> but I went neon belly and then said, "Look at your, look at your teacher now. Look at your teacher now, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> so uh i mean i like to it's say so that i'm entertaining neat. people yeah. i like to be entertaining but uh that might be one of the reasons why i don't get promoted
1: minor technicality yeah these things happen it's cool it's gonna <laughs> so happen I'm it's gonna cool. happen when the time is right yeah. i don't care yeah it's yeah. i mean yeah look at it like this it's like like okay so like you're a white belt for a year blue belt for four years purple belt for four years brown belt for Two years, black belt, the entire rest of your life. Right. (laughs) So when I get there, that's the payoff. It's been there. It doesn't even matter. It's like.
0: Well, right now, I mean, I'm doing the bare knuckle thing. Yeah. And as soon as I retire from that, because my knees are fucked up. And that's one of the reasons why I never went back to MMA. Yeah, yeah. You know, after I got cleared for contact with my eye, when people ask me why I retired, I would say because I had a detached retina. But the truth was, like, I get cleared. And secretly I would try to come back and, and get in shape for MMA and I would fucking my MCLs are both fucking like yeah just torn to shreds and yeah. my fucking knees pop out just looking at them funny yeah. you know so I would try to come back and do MMA all the time and I, I just kept getting set back set back uh and then I probably transitioned to this I don't know if we were going to transition later but the BKFC thing I saw that shit our buddy joy beltran was fighting on the first one
1: shout out to joy beltran oh he just won the the champ man
0: the champ i was so excited for him i was fucking crying dude i teared (laughs) up and shit yeah because i had talked to him a couple fights before that and uh he had told his old lady like hey if i don't win this one i'm gonna retire yeah you know or she said hey if you don't win this one you better retire i think that's what she said yeah if i might be misquoting yeah but then fuck two fights later he's like the champ. champ of the world baby and i mean I mean, he has some
1: substantial fights i mean you've Fuck had yeah. some substantial fights yourself but he has that i mean
0: just he just has way. i mean he has a lot of he's been a bellator vet a yeah. ufc vet he's yeah. did all the local shit here fought all the tough guys yeah he's been around he deserves it he's, he's a workman man oh man and he's a tough they son call of a that, bitch they
1: call it putasos Putasos. Yeah. And and
0: yeah Yeah.
1: he's got all that yeah, yeah. both of them <laughs> give it to you in man. spades yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah i was super proud i mean like i just saw him and like literally like i was tearing up I was like fuck man that means a lot to, to for me to see him do that you know yeah yeah
1: and that gazette belt like yeah, that's some like
0: old school shit Ooh. for people that don't th- know
1: my my neck
0: it, right now Goose, Oh, goosebumps. the history Tangles history, the history.
1: substantialness yeah so for
0: people that don't know the reason they invented glove boxing was so the promoters could hang on to the fighters for longer right because bare knuckle boxing every you everybody breaks their hand yeah so you would have an amazing guy but his career would be limited by how often he would break his hands So a lot of people think the gloves are there to protect the other boxer or their head or all this shit. That's not what it's there for, man. It's so you don't break your hands. Yeah. So then they outlawed bare knuckle boxing so they could promote, you know, uh, glove boxing and it makes perfect sense, man. If you could kick somebody in the fucking head with no shin guard, why can't I punch him with my bare fist? Right, right. So uh, this guy Dave Feldman was fighting to do that. You know, like the gypsy fighters, you know, in in the UK and Ireland were doing that for a long time. Travelers. Right, the travelers. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. I think they prefer travelers (laughs) to gypsies. I I don't want to fucking... So I don't want to get a gypsy call out. Yeah, you have to fly (laughs) over to the motherland
1: so i see you talking your shite <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see that movie really right I talking your shite I've have you watched
1: m- any of the youtube clips of like their call outs
0: oh yeah yeah have it you seen is the movie so
1: ra- oh yeah yeah
0: it's yeah. so good yeah, yeah. their call outs
1: the call outs like you can like i li- I like not to you know falling down my rabbit holes because that's yeah. how i do like right
0: no let's I, do it let's go dude, down it dude i'll go down there with you bro I sp- <laughs> i'll go <laughs> down there so- with you <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bro, yeah. I have watched so many like traveler call outs. Oh, yeah, like just like back after back to back to back to back to back on like on YouTube because yeah. like now they have YouTube, yeah, now they have access. <laughs> they so they're, they're releasing See, everybody twenty four seven. yeah, everybody <laughs> can get in on the action and like, oh, yeah. oh, he said, hold on, let me put on the caps lock. <laughs> that Which, like the, uh, the closed caption yeah. <laughs> the closed caption and even though it was funny too because YouTube closed caption it's never right never accurate it's never yeah,
0: right I, yeah. you know it's never accurate you'll be misled but it'll be closer you know but this shit is dope dude because yeah. it's like old school gang banging yeah. but with fit like there's no violence you know yeah. they figure everything out fucking hand to hand which is fucking dope like that's yeah. what more people should do yeah you know a lot of people look up to somebody that shoots somebody or stab somebody like man that dude's fucking crazy like he did yeah. that shit fucking a lot of ways man it's a lot easier to pull a fucking trigger from far away yeah. than to fucking step up to somebody and have the chance of losing you yeah. know so that's some shit I really fucking admire, and I think we should bring more shit like that back. You guys yeah. got a fucking beef? Settle it like men. Yeah. You know, fucking one of you fucking loses? but well, fuck it. That's yeah. what happened, you know? But at least you stood your ground and shit, you know? And you nobody's going up. to prison for fucking life or dumb shit.
1: Yeah. You showed up. There's, just, I, I, If I'm not mistaken, I, di- I think Tyson Fury's dad, like, <laughs> like, like uh, on the subject of eyes Took some Perfect. dude's eye In a, <laughs> a bare knuckle fight Okay he might have done I mean, some time I don't know I did all I, the facts I think he said something Like I think he said I, I think it was a big thing Because he like apologized to the guy Like oh, later Like you yeah. know But it was just like
0: He's, was it Roadhouse where you like I'm, I'm, like not, even sure. I'm not even I'm not even sure of like,
1: the the circumstances I, might I don't have know to if it was like up. a thumb or whatever yeah. or like uh, yeah. you know but yeah from my understanding is like that was like a thing. I remember I was like, yo, did he do that?
0: <laughs> I gotta look that shit up. He's
1: like I'm not making eye contact with his dad. <laughs> like, no. Like, no, sir. Oh like, shit. You know what I Because mean? yeah. they tall too, 'cause you know, yeah, no, they no sir. Tall.
0: Well, like, fuck! You were tall too. Yeah,
1: Shit. I mean, but they're taller than me. <laughs> they're like six a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know how many lot. stones because right. that's that's the thing over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bare knuckle fighting. Um, so you were talking about how like you got um, a hold of Joey Beltran. Uh
0: huh.
1: Is we're talking about how you got into bare knuckle fighting?
0: Okay, so I was watching it and I didn't even know he was fighting, and that was the first legal card in the United States. I didn't know he was even on it. Yeah, I was just pumped to see it. Honestly, I had been trying to get a bare knuckle. I saw the movie Snatch when it came out, and I always said, fuck, I would love to do that. Peter Winkle That's, Blue from my mom. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> caravan caravan i uh, fight you for it yep. you, you like dikes? you like digs yeah, <laughs> no, it's a fucking great movie for anybody that hasn't seen <laughs> it but that's the old school shit and when i saw that a long time ago i was like i want to do that one day yeah and after all the shit went by and i was doing arm wrestling when I finally got back to grappling, you know, I started getting back into shape, losing some of that weight that I gained through powerlifting. And back then I had to found a bunch of underground bare knuckle boxing promotions. And I was sending out fucking resumes. I was like literally fucking low key, I hadn't told my wife or anything. Like I was just like <laughs> fucking send them out. Looking for a fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And nobody ever got back to me, so it never became a thing. Yeah. But then I was like finally oh my God, it finally got legalized, which was I th- believe June of last year um 2018 i think yeah and i'm watching the card i didn't know joey was on it he was the best fight of the night yeah by far stole the show yeah. made the promotion yeah it was like the um, stephen bonner yeah like the griffin fight that everybody fight. saw it and was like holy shit that yeah. was a war you yeah. know so i think it made the sport it helped them lock it in and you know make it so they were going to have a second one for sure And I got on the phone. I called Joey. I called uh, my old um, MMA uh, manager slash trainer, Eric Del Fiero from Alliance MMA. Shout out to
1: Eric Del Fiero. Shout out. Alliance (laughs) MMA. That's
0: what's up. That's what's up. (laughs) And uh, so I fucking got somehow a hold of of Dave Feldman, the CEO, the owner of uh, BKFC. I got his number, I think. No, no, no. I didn't get his number. Eric was talking to him and they said they were looking for somebody to fight Chris Lytle.
1: Oh snap.
0: Yeah. For 20 K. And I was like, fuck, I'll do it. I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll fight I'll him fucking, twice. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> 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 I was like, that's more money than I made in any night. I'll fucking do yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. I'll fight fucking Lytle, you know? So they gave him options, which has happened to me before where I've been one of the options, yeah. you know? And, um, so he chose to go with a much lesser opponent you know uh he had done one bare knuckle fight in the uk which was you know a guy who was not on the up and up i think you know and and, you know but uh chris is a legit dude of course yeah and um (laughs) he chose to let's say you know warm up before taking on any uh tough opponents yeah so I got the call back from Eric and they said Lytle's not interested in fighting you they pick they pick somebody else and um what I started to do then was I was posting a video daily on Instagram yeah shouting out BKFC and telling all my friends yeah. to send that video to BKFC yeah until we were driving them fucking crazy you got to understand like right now they have like fuck i don't know wh- uh, h- over a hundred thousand followers on instagram so when i started did. following them they had like five like 5k <laughs> like 7k maybe yeah. you know and then they started to blow up really quick so it was easier to get a hold of somebody yeah and after just a fucking like week of bombarding them every fucking day with all my friends just fucking he texted he got my number from somebody and he texted me yeah and he goes hey i got your point he's like i got it he's <laughs> like we're gonna see what you're made of on the second card awesome so i was like yay <laughs> so i got off the fucking couch like i hadn't i've sparred maybe five times i was retired for seven years i had sparred maybe five times in those in those seven years
1: that's still good i mean like <laughs> i would if i was for
0: i mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it doesn't put you in the like top 10 of yeah, the bare but yeah, knuckle, yeah, yeah, but I, I yeah. was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah. And then as soon as he said that, it was like, fuck, like a, a light just turned on and I was at the gym and uh, I figured out how to do the bare knuckle shit because we tried to go straight to bare knuckle because I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. And instantly my hands were swollen every day and I couldn't get through one workout. And then what I ended up figuring out on my own, because there's not a lot of resources yet, is I started with a, a boxing glove. Yeah. And I start for a 16-ouncer, and I kept going down smaller, 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 smaller throughout the weeks. Until now, I can fucking unload yeah. on a heavy bag, Yeah. no gloves. Yeah. I never wear gloves anymore. Never wear them. You're
1: that dude in the gym now. I'm that dude in the gym. <laughs> and the funny thing is that
0: like, uh, like a lot of people see that, and then they're like, is that guy crazy? Because <laughs> no, you never see nobody with no hand, wraps, no hand wraps hitting a bag full. You know, like, like you know, full and, and then like my coach will have to go over there and be like, "No, he's he, he knows what he's doing." Don't. He's a trained professional. Yeah, because because sometimes don't make eye contact. Right. Because <laughs> sometimes you get like a new kid. Yeah. He just wandered in and he sees you doing that. And so he he's starts. Like, yeah. So he's to like, do the oh, same I'm gonna thing. fucking do that. You know. Yeah. So So uh, yeah, I jumped in with a, a boxing class with my coach, and I was not wearing gloves, and he had a drill. And one guy saw me do the drill with no gloves. And he goes, "Hey, he, he goes. I don't want to. I don't want to wear gloves." And, shit. and the coach was like, "All right, but don't fucking quit doing the drill." And like halfway through it, he's like, "Oh, my hands hurt. I'm bleeding." <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was a fucking very fun transition. I, you know, I figured it out. Um, Shout
1: out to the arena. I just want to put bow. that out there. <laughs> yeah,
0: Joe Vargas. <laughs> Joe Vargas. you We man. see you,
1: son. Out here. And pick, punch, punch and she'll punch the punch we got all the, the fucking
0: canelo sparring partners so all the people yeah. that canelo beats up <laughs> those are the guys that beat me up so i, I get beat up by the best yeah right.
1: there's no there's no second tier <laughs> right, right right i get beat okay. up by the best and they're like and that's the mess up part is like like they're like cu- their curiosity sometimes it sucks when you, you become the 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 object of curiosity in a fight gym <laughs> like, yeah you yeah. kind of just want to blend in sometimes but like when you become the object of curiosity yeah you get all the love
0: <laughs> yeah it, it is and it is a little weird uh because uh chris Levin's there who's also shout out to chris Levin. shout out to chris leaven he's also you know a <laughs> bkfc fighter and but he works out at a different schedule so we're never usually there at the same time yeah so yeah when i am there i'm there and i usually am the oddity and like I, sometimes uh Cause in in BKFC they'll let you do dirty boxing, they'll let yeah, you clinch, hold, yeah, they'll clinch let you work. hold the head as long yeah. as you're punching, yeah, you yeah. know. And boxers are not used to that shit, and I've pissed off many a fucking pro <laughs> by putting them in that situation. And usually Joe will warn them and say, "Hey, this guy's a, a BKFC guy. He's going to work on the clinch. Just you know, like figure it out. You know, get, let them get some work in." And they're usually really cool about it. But there's been a couple moments where – a couple times where he forgot to mention it and I've gotten a fucking – a pro in the corner and just He's like, fucking pissed. went to town. And the <laughs> dude just like broke off and walked out of the ring and was, it was like, what the fuck is up with this intro? I was like, ah, my bad. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's freaking awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. That's like, like – like bare knuckle fighting, man, is just like so like – Like, it doesn't get any more quintessential fighting than bare-knuckle fighting.
0: (laughs) It's fucking great, man, because everything is set up for perfection. The rounds are short. Right. They're two-minute rounds. Right. Nothing but action. You should be able to fucking sprint for two fucking minutes. Yeah. The ring is kind of – it's not huge. It's not very small. It's not like a phone box, like a goddamn, you know – Gladiator Challenge. Gallag- <laughs> yeah, it's not like a Gladiator Challenge phone booth. Shout out, Gladiator Challenge. Shout out to Gladiator Challenge, Larry Landless. We, <laughs> see
1: you, baby. we see you, we see you. But uh,
0: a lot of us got our start there, so yeah, it's cool. It's start cool. It's just, and
1: maybe like a quick little in between, right. you know, little sometimes fight here like and it, there. Yeah, you know, sometimes <laughs> you get dropped by the UFC and you have to go
0: fucking do a couple. Sometimes GCs you gotta, come uh, back, you
1: know. Yeah, unleash the fury on somebody. Right. Yeah.
0: So uh the ring's not too big. And you can clinch, and fuck. Once you take the gloves off, it doesn't take much to fuck somebody up. Nah, you could sad. land a jab, and your shit's fucked up. Oh, like just fucking blood coming out of every fucking hole. Yeah, you know. So it's a it's a fun sport to watch. Yeah, and I dig it, dude. But honestly, I think, at least for a long time, it is going to be an older man sport. Yeah, because if you have good hands. Yeah. Fast fucking hands, and you're young. You might as well do boxing because because the, there's way more money there. There's yeah. way more money there. So why would you risk breaking your hands? Yeah, I think this is great for guys that are you know transitioning out of MMA. Yeah, because we're tough as fuck. We've already been through the ringer. We know how that part of it goes.
1: You know how to clinch. Yeah, <laughs> and also
0: once you're fucking usually knees are shot which is like what fucking starts to slow down somebody's career man dude i go through fucking boxing camps not one fucking knee problem yeah that's yeah. why i haven't been doing jujitsu because i can't risk it i'm actually like making a little money doing bkfc yeah and i'm like fuck if i go do jujitsu and i fucking pop my you knee pop your out, knee, and then you're like is, hobbling yeah. around right and i miss it i love fucking jujitsu that yeah. was like my first love yeah in combat sports really yeah I mean, I did kung fu when I was a little kid, but now it's, like, jujitsu was the one that made me go, oh, shit. Like, I was, like, raised by a single mom. I wasn't tough. I got into trouble. Like, I yeah. was, like, a bad criminal kid and shit. But I was never, like, the toughest apple, Yeah. you know, like, in the box. Or Th- there's, like, kids or that whatever. are tough.
1: Like, you know, like, yeah. g- growing up, like, yeah. 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 I-, I wasn't the tough kid. Me either. either. No, no. Me either. I, had big I was glasses. a little crazy. Yeah. yeah, like
0: I did fucking shit that made people go, oh shit, like maybe don't fuck with him because he's a little loose, like a screw loose, you know, but not like I never, did, never, yeah. never like gave somebody a look and was like, oh shit, like not that. Yeah. I was
1: like little and had to fight. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I was like little and had to fight. You were little?
1: Yeah, I was tiny. I was a tiny, big headed kid, you know, with glasses. <laughs> I was a nerd. I had, I was two years ahead of everybody else in my normal grade. So I was so much smaller. Yeah.
0: Definitely enough to piss people off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah. And then like I I grew. Like I grew into like myself now. Like and yeah, it's I never really had to like I mean, I was not a tough kid. Like I learned to do what was necessary.
0: Right. (laughs) I was on the inside, I learned well, yeah, I mean, some of us become tough kids because, shit, we were soft and we got pushed around a yeah. lot and, you know, we had to grow a tough skin, you know, and then there's the other half that just grow up fucking nuts and they're the ones that always beat people up. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wasn't that kind. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely the, the former. The, the not, former, Not yeah. the latter,
1: yeah. So, BKFC right now, um, other than BKFC, we're inside – your art studio right now, I'm looking at this couch that has paint on it.
0: Right, right.
1: Because you are an accomplished painter, which is pretty freaking rad. So, like, like, if you, if anyone's been listening to any of these podcasts, you can probably tell by now that I'm kind of a nerd and I'm kind of into art and I'm kind of into um, digital art, but any any expression of art, like um just any expression of art. Like and I like kinda like my definition is like elevating things that might be considered mundane mm-hmm. to the point of expression to be able to evoke emotion. And that's kinda like where I'm at with it. And it's just really, really dope to see um somebody that's like like doing
0: that, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Um can you just tell me a little bit about your art journey?
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean Um, I was born in León, Guanajuato, Uh where um, Diego Rivera was born. He was the husband of Frida Kahlo. Kahlo. He was a famous Mexican muralist, uh, painter, and uh, other multimedia artist. Um, And I was actually named after him. And, I mean, that's a coincidence, but we were born in the same city, named after him. And I was just fascinated with drawing from a very early age. I was just everywhere I went, you know, I had my drawing stuff with me. And the very first thing I thought I was going to be in life was an artist. Like I, I remember as a child being like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And I was going to go to college for graphic design and stuff like that. And then unfortunately in high school, fucking, I started messing with the wacky tabacky and, <laughs> and uh, fucking up the grades and all that shit. And then it just went turned into a quick downward spiral and i just kind of lost sight of it like i really i was really surviving like fighting to stay alive i got arrested went to jail a few times and just kind of took my eye off the prize so the first thing that pulled me out of that was fighting um i was into motorcycles i worked at a motorcycle shop and I was basically like trying to kill myself. Like I would ride like a fucking idiot, like just wheelies everywhere, yeah. doing stupid shit 24 seven. Cause I couldn't get enough adrenaline yeah. feel like to, to make me feel like a normal person. Yeah. And then I, I, this is funny cause I know exactly how MMA started for me. And I went over to my brother's house on a Friday night and we watched Mark Kerr's The Smashing Machine.
1: Oh snap.
0: <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you <laughs> like fucking martial arts, go watch that movie or right. uh, that documentary. It's fucking amazing. But it doesn't depict a good lifestyle, right? Oh no. It's no uh, yeah. And I saw that and I was like, that's what I want to do with my life. <laughs> I was like instantly like
2: ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm.
0: and um Monday morning, that happened on a Friday. Monday morning I showed up to City Boxing and um did you ever meet Brent Brent Stolchnik? No. He was a black belt that. under Dean. Um I think he moved out of San Diego But it was so funny. Shout out to Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's funny because like I walked in and I literally said, I'd like to sign up. And then he just like hard fucking sold me. Like I'm like, dude, I said I'll sign up. Like I was just like fucking shocked, like the whole time. I'm like, what's going on? And they're like pressuring me. And I'm like, here's the credit card. Just take it. Just take it. I said I was gonna sign up. Yeah, so I fucking I signed up and instantly I fell in love with it. And I had seen a couple UFCs, but I didn't come from that background where I knew what everything was, like, before I got into the sport. I didn't know shit. Like, I showed up. I was getting fucking wrecked every fucking day. And it was, like, two blocks from my house, so I wouldn't miss a day, and I loved that. I would show up, and the first fucking year, I just got fucked fucking wrecked <laughs> every fucking day by wade a lot <laughs> <Ships>. a lot shout out the
1: Wade. shout
0: out to Wade. <laughs> out to wade. <laughs> but, yeah Man. and a lot of other fucking um for those people that don't know total combat was a uh, mma uh, the san diego promotion yeah san diego promotion promotion it was around before it was legalized in california and a lot of the shows were in tijuana we used to cross the border i used to go watch Uh, When I was coming up, and a lot of the fighters there used to beat me up on a regular basis. (laughs) They would fuck me up, dude, because (laughs) it turns out that I am too tough for my own good. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know that for a long time. I didn't know that for a long time because I'm not, like, skilled. I'm not... People uh, always how say, you like, say like, oh uh, yeah, I wanna
1: be tough. <laughs> no. You, you don't. wanna be like you wanna you want your toughness to be like a freaking garter belt on a on a bride. Like right. hey, you want it to be there. But you don't want to show it to everybody. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to live <laughs> like, off that. that you that's know? your last, that, you know not I mean? Like, I, yeah. g- I got it, but yeah. you can't see it.
0: <laughs> what you want is to be technical yeah. and tough, too, but tough. hardly have to use yeah, that. Yeah, not
1: have to rely on
0: it. Right. Yeah. And I got by on that a lot. I was <laughs> never good at any sports growing up. I was, n- I don't have good hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Brief period, one of the Highlander lives, I tried to be a plumber. I just, like, my brother's like, fuck, dude, you can't do this. This ain't your bag. No. <laughs> like, there's a nail, and I'm like, ah! He's <laughs> like, dude, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You're not going to make it, kid. And um, so, like, I just got through the first few years on toughness alone. Uh, I remember my first tournament was three months after I had signed up. And um, I was still going to college and I was like missing the majority of class. So I would get off class and I would run over to City Box and I would miss the majority of class. And uh, I hardly ever got to roll. And then I drove to Vegas, I got stuck in traffic. I literally took me like seven hours to get to Vegas from San Diego. It's like there. a four hour
1: drive. <laughs> yeah, it's a four hour drive, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, I got there and literally got tapped out at my first match in 30 seconds. My very first grappler's quest, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And it was just fucking terrible. And then, I swear to God, after that, I never got tapped at a tournament for like over ten years. I got tapped at the gym a lot, yeah, but it, I've never gotten tapped until very, very recently at a high level, a competition that I finally get tapped. But I—that I, was a nice run for me. And I've never been to a tournament where I didn't get a, where I, I didn't hit the podium.
1: You know, it's funny, but it's like. A lot of the guys I talk to, um, like whether whatever, you know, whatever medium that they work in, whether it's like they're primarily artists or whether they're primarily like martial artists, like that resiliency, you know, like that, like like almost like like you absolve. Like I am not like I don't like I'm okay with the L, but I am not going to let that define me, you know
0: a hundred percent they're very interconnected yeah and uh for if there's some artists out there watching they might know the name jerry Saltz. he's a very uh well-known art critic yeah and he says that uh the thing of an artist that's like a real artist that's trying to do it for a living they have a need to dance naked in front of people yeah because that's what it is man like if you're doing an art show you're putting all your work there to be judged. Yeah, most right. people don't like to be judged. Yeah. Nobody really likes it and shit. I've heard people talk shit about my paintings at a yeah. show. Like I've heard people like like they don't know I'm the artist, and I've yeah. heard people talk shit. Yeah, and I'm like I got a thick skin, thicker than most, you know. Yeah. But you definitely have to be fucking resilient. Yeah, because, and and here's the other thing: the last couple years, uh, I'm not saying I'm making a good living. Yeah, but I have been, you know making enough off art to barely fucking scrape by, but I haven't had a real job in a couple years. Yeah, And a lot of people, when you tell them that, they're like, oh, that's fucking great. Dude, it's, hard it's line fucking is. scary yeah. as fuck. Yeah. I don't never know what I'm gonna sell a painting. Yeah. Every once in a while, it just pops out of the blue and somebody fucking buys one, or if I get a show and I sell some at the show. But no matter how shitty your job is, you know you're getting paid on Friday. Yeah. I don't know when the fuck I'm getting paid. Yeah. You know, and I just don't have that kind of a brain yeah. where I could, like, have a job and try to be a professional artist. I wouldn't be able to get the art thing off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like we talk, we go down the rabbit hole. I yeah. go down that rabbit hole. The only way I know I can make this work is if I'm 100% concentrated on it.
1: Three quarter track mine. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> That's rad, man. So,
0: like, okay, so
1: jujitsu, beginning days first tournament to now um birthplace originally you wanted to be an artist uh-huh. and then
0: so i guess the transition focus. to how we came back to art right yeah okay so after i retired from mma i had dropped out of college to pursue mma right no backup plan yeah very classic diego mentality and um I was researching jobs where I could still train a lot Right after I retired from MMA, having fucking no education, no, no, nothing to fall back on. And a job that I found was process serving. Yeah. And I had just watched Pineapple Express. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> yes. they said it's a very flexible schedule, which is bullshit. <laughs> if you don't want to make money, it's very flexible. Yeah. If you want to make a living, you're just fucking working all the time doing that shit. And it's yeah. an evil fucking job it's basically delivering bad news for a living yeah basically (laughs) yeah so uh that's how i i saved up for the down payment for this house i was just fucking working my ass off like we're talking about 14 hour days fuck dude sometimes they would send me to la and it'd be like a 16 hour day of just fucking driving but a lot of 12 hour days like that was super normal yeah And I was making more money than I've ever made before in my life. Not having gone to college, that was a lot of money for me. And um, I was basically losing my fucking mind. Like, it was just days of me being in the car I would get yeah. home my family's asleep not see them wake up time to get in the car again you're and you're only seeing people you're not friendly to you don't have co-workers right. you go to the office you pick up the papers you go serve fucking people ruin their fucking days yeah you know it's so you're never like a friendly face like you see the UPS man and you're like hey what's up Bob how you doing hey cool nice seeing you no it was always like fuck you you piece of shit get out of here oh, okay I'm sorry bye have a good life yeah nice you know? so because i guess uh i'm a little bit crazy i guess they would send me on a lot of papers that a lot of people wouldn't do yeah yeah Yeah. and so i became known as like the go-to guy for all the crazy shit and i started making even more money because they would send me on crazy stakeouts and shit and just fucking i would do nutty shit you know to, to get people served and it's really took a war on it, like it wore down my soul, you know, yeah, yeah. and there was a day where I was sitting in my car and uh, honestly, I kind of forgot I was supposed to do a big paper that day. So I took some mushrooms. Yeah. And I and, and then like they're kicking in and I'm like, I'm fucking at the house because I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot. I got to go serve that paper and shit. And I'm, I'm fucking there. And I realized like, oh, my God, I hate my job there's nothing awesome about this at yeah, all you just have one of those moments of clarity and you're yeah. like oh wow I hate this <laughs> I hate it and this I told myself <laughs> yeah I'm gonna go serve this paper Yeah, and I'm never gonna do this again Yeah, I had already tried to quit but my boss god damn it he's such a fucking car salesman yeah. he would just talk me out of it every yeah. fucking time you know and sometimes he would throw more money at me and shit like that so I served the fucking paper, and I just kind of smiled and realized, fuck, that's it. That's the last time I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I got to the office. I fucking, like, he wouldn't take no for an answer, so I had to kind of, like, throw a fucking little bit of a fit and throw some papers in yeah, the air, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, ah, I'm out of here.
1: No. Fucking, oh, fucking you're cool. You're cool. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> cool.
0: A little fucking waiting action. Yeah. Uh, You know, flash the fucking scrout. Yeah. Make a You know, exit exit before they call the cops. And um, Moonwalk of this bitch. <laughs> Bye uh so then uh i had enough money saved up for i don't know maybe a month i think yeah so what i did was i just did mushrooms every day i just did (laughs) mushrooms like every single day and i posted that shit on instagram too i took it all down but i called it uh, diego's daily dose and i would just fucking take a gram of fucking mushrooms every day and like make a little video and then just go on about my day you know and like fuck i had so many spiritual realizations during that shit yeah and on the last day of the 30 days i took five grams of mushrooms i was like i'm gonna go a heroic with a bang dose. yeah heroic <laughs> dose dude and i took it and i had some art supplies just laying around and i started like painting out of the blue like it was like the kid's stuff yeah, yeah. you know like the kid's toys. Yeah. And I, it's like I had completely forgotten that I was an artist. Yeah, I had fucked around with tattoos. Like I, I, I've made a lot of my own tattoos. Yeah, but drawings. But I like a real, like simplistic, like childlike kind of drawings. Like yeah. that really fucking motivates me. Yeah. So I had, fuck, I had always, I had never really stopped being an artist or creative. Yeah. But I kind of forgot that art was a driving force. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna flip my kids off. Fuck! Get the fuck get out of there! I can't concentrate. <laughs> Sorry guys. And, it's, all good, uh, it's all good. Shout out to the kids. Shout out to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it boom! Like a light just went off, and I was like, "Fuck! I was always meant to be an artist." Yeah. And like three quarter track mind, like, yeah. you know, you just I went full down that fucking rabbit hole. Maxed out my cars. Cleaned all my all my you know whatever I had in savings. Built this art studio. Yeah. I mean. I have every fucking toy in here. If you're an artist, yeah, the only thing I don't fuck with is oil because it's super fucking expensive and it yeah. takes so long to dry. To dry, yeah. So um. long. Maybe when I get older and I have more patience, but not right now. Yeah. Uh. Other than that, everything's in here. Like, yeah. whatever you fucking look for, it's fucking in here. Yeah. And I fucking play with everything like it was a fucking toy until I figured out what I like. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh shit, like you do start developing a style, but it's always trial and error. Yeah. If you want your shit to look original, I guess, you know, like you have to discover that about yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I noticed that I fell down a rabbit hole where I was looking at Instagram, and I love looking at art. I could literally spend four hours a day looking at art and just be yeah. like, wow, "Where did the day go?" And I'm yeah. just like loving it every minute of it. Yeah. But the problem with that is that, like, I start comparing myself to every fucking artist I see. Yeah. And what do I like about them, and what yeah. I don't like about them, and like. Oh, how does my starts, shit compare?
1: It starts looking your then your stuff starts looking like other people's stuff, like yeah. those influences. You right. Know? Like, too
0: much influence. Yeah. Or or you just start hating yourself.
1: Stupid. I'm or, not any good. Or like your legs just fall asleep on the toilet and you go stand up and you hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like too much Instagram. Aww, yeah, exactly, dude. What am exactly about exactly my that. legs? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your couch. Fuck your
0: couch. Oh god. <laughs> yeah so uh so then i got into um that's when i got into plumbing because i wasn't making it because nobody fucking takes off and hits the ground running from art yeah yeah. nobody nobody's like fucking oh i'm gonna be an artist now and you're gonna turn a fucking profit like if you want to be an artist get that shit out of your head yeah you're gonna fucking struggle for a long fucking time if you're super fucking talented it might happen quicker than other people but you still gotta be at the right time at the right place. Yeah. Like now I'm starting to see the chips unfold. Yeah. Where I could see like big things starting to happen and one thing leads to the next step and to the other. Yeah. But there's no fucking shortcuts, man. Yeah. Um, because I wanna be a fucking like I don't care about being famous. I don't care about having money. I wanna be respected by my peers. Right. So I wanna see artists that I respect say. Fuck, you do good shit too, you know, like that's it. That's like, that's what make me happy. That's what my purpose in life and what will give me fulfillment. You know, some people like, they don't need that. Some people, you know, everybody has their motives and whatever makes them happy is fine. Some people wanna be an Instagram artist and then they just post a thing and they're happy to sell a fucking painting here and there. And they also, one thing that I will criticize about most Instagram artists is that they get into something If you look at their page, it's like they just specialize in that. And they never grow out of that comfort zone. Like Picasso, if you see fucking through all the ranges he went, dude. Yeah. Like his lifetime. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't scared to try new things because people will get used to your art and expect that shit from you. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie uh, Basquiat?
1: Um. With...
0: uh, uh, Benicio del Toro's in it And I forget the guy That plays Basquiat He's a, he's a, in a, With
1: Benicio del Toro I don't think I've seen The Basquiat movie I saw a Basquiat movie That yeah. Basquiat was actually in
0: Oh, a documentary Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think What's his name Was in it too um, Warhol I think Andy Warhol yeah. was in it yeah. yeah, they worked a lot together Yeah
0: So there's there's a movie Where David Bowie Plays Warhol Yeah uh, Benicio del Toro Is um, Basquiat's Best friend Uh huh and Basquiat is uh, this actor. I forgot his name, but he's um, in one of the Hunger Games, uh-huh. and he does like a fucking great. Uh, it's I recommend that movie to anybody who wants to be an artist. I, I don't know. He dies of heroin at the end, so maybe, uh, spoiler alert. But, sorry. I mean, but, but I, I mean, just, that's I, Basquiat, I mean, like though. it's it's kind of like the Smashing Machine. It doesn't yeah. depict a great lifestyle, but if right. you really want to do it, you'll be like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. But um, basically, like Benicio del Toro's giving him a speech, and he goes. Well, then you got to do this, and then the next step is you got to get recognized for that work, and then you can never change it because then your fans hate you. Yeah, and that's really like what happens to a lot of artists, you know. Yeah. So, people like Picasso were just like fearless, yeah. and they they were like, "I'm gonna fucking try new things." Yeah. You know, and if you don't fucking like it, so what? Yeah. You know, and that's what I admire, and that's what also my goal is to keep progressing as an artist yeah. and continually change. So, I don't become one of those Instagram artists where you look at the whole fucking page and it all looks like this, almost the it's same, same fucking thing. thing. just yeah. different color. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I mean, just having like the brave, the braveness and just being able to be like, to put yourself out there and to be judged, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's like, I find like, that is like something that's deeply at the core of like MMA, like uh-huh. legit getting up and. In your freaking underwear and and fighting another dude right and, and like everyone you know you hear like all the strange stuff in like the first row like kick him in the neck you know like you're a bum like you hear all that stuff you know like and but you're out there and you're putting your stuff on a line. you've been training forever and like yeah. you're putting yourself in a position to be judged and the same thing almost like it mirrors it like an artist. It feel does. Like. It totally does. You you're put your putting yourself wall, out there to be judged. Yeah. And then stand there. You're out and there then... dancing naked.
0: <laughs> you know, you're out there dancing naked. It's like you have to take that risk and you have to take it as an artist. And yeah. and even though uh right now I'm starting to get a little more into tattooing. Yeah too. Like, um, so I'm I'm drawing a lot and what I, I'm 40 years old, so I'm yeah. ca- it's a little bit late in the game to get minor into tattooing.
1: Minor a little bit, yeah.
0: but uh, like what I really want to do is if I do get into tattooing, I, w- I do want to make a style that when you see it, you go, "Only Diego does those tattoos." Yeah, yeah, you know, and so that's kind of like an opposite of what I said with the Instagram shit, you know, yeah. like, but that's art and tattooing is a little bit different. Yeah. Um. God damn it! I don't even know why I brought that up. Yeah, no. What were I mean, you saying? Cool. What were you saying about the?
1: I was just talking about like how putting yourself on, on basically like to putting yourself in a position to be judged and to get yeah. feedback. You know, like it takes that. You know, like it may not just may not necessarily be like dancing in a room naked, but like it's literally like exposing yourself. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? To potential.
0: Oh, I know what I was gonna say. The reason I brought that up is because, like, even though that I've fought on TV and shit like that and people think, like, oh, that guy's brave, there's still times that I sit down and I'm scared to draw. Right, right. Cause That's I'm... how
1: you know it's good, though. Yeah, legit, you got to push yourself, too. you got to yeah. try something. Like, if it doesn't scare you, like, it's why are you even, like, messing around with it? Right. It wasn't worth doing, you yeah. know? Like, nothing worth doing is it doesn't make you go, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> Before you do it, you know? Like, like you were talking about, like, almost like the adrenaline. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's freaky, but, like, art, like, or like, like painting for me, or like, whether it's writing or whether, you know, whatever it is, like that, that scares me more, <laughs> you know, than anything else. It's like, yeah. like, you find yourself, like, in a holding pattern. Like, you're like, 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 oh, man, uh, maybe. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it happens. Like, I'm just terrified that it's not going to well, turn out sucks, the way I want it to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And especially if you're surrounded by other artists, then yeah. you're like, oh, are they seeing that I'm fucking this up? Like, You get it,
1: you get that feedback, yeah. you know? But, like, that's the thing, though. Like, the same way with, like, like jujitsu or martial – any form of martial arts is, like, that feedback is important. And, like, that, like, turning down of your ego, you know? mm mm-hmm. To be able to like, all right, this is what I need to do to get better. that sucked, you know exactly, or like changing your focus from being a wide focus to a smaller focus, you know, mm-hmm. like where you go, all right, maybe I'm not gonna be world champion tonight, but I can try not to get submitted <laughs> right, <laughs> like fifteen right. times, I'm gonna yeah. go for fourteen times. <laughs> You know, yeah. and then maybe tomorrow might be thirteen times. You know, right. change change your focus. You know, like, and yeah. I think sometimes, in, like in, anything worth doing takes a, a certain level of like commitment, takes a certain level of like like humility, and it takes a certain level of like just fuck it. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I do you know uh, David Lynch, the guy that direct Twin Peaks and yes, all those fucking weird movies, the yeah. Mulholland Drive and shit, which was like, I love that movie, but it's so fucking weird. That one, I love a lot of his movies, but that one's just like, Jesus Christ, what happened? Yeah. And uh, I read a book by him, and he was talking about before he became a director, he thought he was going to be a painter. That's, yeah. what, that's what he thought he was going to be originally. And he said, as an artist, he goes, if you want to paint one hour a day, that means you have to set aside Four hours a day. Yeah, because if you think you're going to be productive during that, like you're going to set a fucking timer for one hour and you're going to get something done. Mm-hmm. Nah. And it's that holding pattern you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're like just hovering. Like, oh, what am I going to do? It's
1: almost like like uh I forget who it was uh, where I heard it, but it's like it's like people talk about like time management. Uh huh. It's not like it's not time management. It's like. It's like focus management you know or like creativity management like yeah it's like a whole different like form of discipline you know like it is to be able to know like you're in your space and you're creating you know and like you've 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 basically found the main vein of gold and mm-hmm. to like for to understand that, like that's the most important thing is finding that ma- that main vein of gold and sometimes you gotta stay on it mm-hmm. you know so like yeah like you can't you can, but it is important to start. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it is important to start because if I don't start something, I, I you know, I, yeah, I won't you know, do nothing.
0: A thousand mile journey starts with that first step. You know, left so, foot, right foot. Yeah, that's so, how
1: you get across the country. That's right. <laughs> Forest Gump shit. Forest Gump. One, Some shit two, I'm gonna get three. into too.
0: <laughs> I just like ne- like because the first time I retired from MMA, I got depressed. Yeah. So this time it's like, I'm setting up goals like that. Cause I know how I am now I'm yeah. older and I've been through it. Yeah. So like one thing I want to do is like, I want to run cross, like just insane shit, cause that's the way my brain works. You know, right. I'm going to swim Alcatraz Yeah. Uh, in summer of 2020. Which people go, oh, I check. That's not that hard. Oh, fuck you! I don't even know how to swim. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> it's Alcatraz, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it <laughs> with no wetsuit, you know. Like, but somebody was like, yeah, I don't think it's that hard. I was like, well, fuck you! I don't
1: even know how yeah, to swim. Yeah, no. Yeah, no.
0: Um, but I have a, a good swim coach, and he goes, I think you could do it on will alone. On, yeah. You know, and I go, okay, let's do this. But I want to run cross country. I want to deadlift 600. Now that you know, as soon as I re- these are all as soon as I retire from bare knuckle again. Yeah. Or from fighting again um but yeah and then of course then it's gonna be uh, like right now i know that i'm at the end of my fighting career i'm yeah. 40 years old i do feel amazing for yeah. 40 like compared from what i checked to see you know like i'm in amazing fucking shape my knees are fucked and those tendons no matter what you do you're probably never going to be 100 percent. but every other aspect of my training and my nutrition is fucking immaculate dude like i just feel like i'm benjamin buttoning dude yeah I'm like going fucking backwards
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm really happy with that, but I still know that that fucking finale is right around the corner. Yeah, and um, honestly, like BKFC, I've had some problems scheduling some of the fights. Where he promised me that I could fight on certain cards, and then he wasn't able to get me on those cards. And you know, the painting's fucking like it's up and down, so it's not consistent. So the pay has you know, it's been a bit of a struggle. And I'm supposed to talk to him to schedule the next fight on Friday. And on Friday, man, if he doesn't give me either the opponent I want, not only, not either, but the opponent I want and the money I want, then that's it. I'm going to have to retire because it's not even worth it anymore. I've broken yeah. something every fucking time I fight for them. Yeah. Every single time you break something. Not yeah, everybody, but I have.
1: Yeah. No, it's, I mean, yeah. it's definitely like a brutal, you know, it's, it's brutal. You know? Yeah. And like they're selling the brutal. Yeah, and, just, and they're making money. So fucking yeah. spread it.
0: You know, yeah. and they're paying good. They're they're paying better than MMA. Yeah,
1: that's a lot of people and don't they should. realize. Like MMA is <laughs> It's something you do because you like you do it, you know. And yeah. especially like in the beginning days, you know, it's like, man, when you know, back old school total combat sneaking down to Mexico, you know, getting a fight, you know, and eat some tacos and come back home. Right. <laughs> Tacos. <laughs> yeah. The tacos are good. Yeah.
0: But uh only get into MMA for one reason. Actually the same thing for fucking art.
1: Yeah.
0: Only get into it if you love it. Yeah. Don't get into it t- to make money or get rich cuz it's not the place. And you might be the 1% that does and I hope everybody listening does become that 1%. Yeah. But don't get into it for that reason. Cuz yeah. you'll hate yourself in the end cuz got into it for the wrong reason. Yeah. You know? I love fighting. I wish I never had to fucking stop. Yeah, I wish. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) too. Same thing. But the lucky thing is that I, you know, I get to have painting for longer. You know, because it's, fuck, you can paint in to the day you die. Yeah. You know, and fuck, you know, the universe forbid that I go blind and shit. Then uh i'll get into sculpting yeah i'll do something you know yeah. like i'm always gonna fucking be creative and i'm always gonna have art there until the day that i go yeah so that's that's like not my retirement plan but like what sets my mind at ease yeah yeah because fighting is a very fleeting thing right yeah it's just fuck. like anybody the, that knows it, it's like you'll see a day where you're like oh i can't deadlift 500 anymore the okay. thing that
1: sucks is like when you define yourself as a fighter you know like it's like the like that identity thing like trying to figure out what you're going to do afterwards i've basically been in that position myself too and it's like what do i do afterwards and it's like i found like for me like i like found that i still have like four brain cells left and i can still click into Rain Man mode for there's, math. There's four good ones, dude. You got yeah. four good ones left. I got like four good ones left I can still like I'm like like I'm good at math and like so like school isn't yeah. as strenuous for me and like I can you know like I you know I found my way that way, you know, and like there's always I can always as long as I like like you say as long as I can still see I can still, you know, sign up for another class and another class and you know so yeah. go down that way. But, um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's always a struggle. You know? It's like trying to define yourself, you know. Um, but, like, through art and through painting and whatever medium you choose, like, that is a much stronger voice than, you know, you're, you're given as a fighter. <laughs> because, like you said, like, as far as, like, the actual time that you're allowed physically to be able to be a fighter. Yeah. And this big screaming of things, like, it's, like, this much time. Right. Like, 19 to, like, I mean, the fact that you're 40 and still able to, like, have an outlet is, like, freaking.
0: Yeah. I'm lucky because I'm the exception envious. to the rule. Most people are not going to be fighting at 40 years old. No. No,
1: no. Wish. Looking at you like. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> knee slapping, a lot of uh, tea sipping on the couch. Yeah. When um, I was his age? Yeah, fuck, man. I mean, I, <laughs> I I literally only
0: have like one or two more left than me. Yeah, but yeah. you got them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> got them. That's Thank freaking you. rad. Yeah. Um, let's see here. If, what what advice would you give to someone? We kind of touched on it a little bit, like uh, as far as like uh, advice you give someone like that was uh, thinking about getting into MMA.
0: Like I said only do it if you love it if that's the reason you're doing it fuck it go for it consider everything you know when i started we didn't know the shit that we know now about concussions yeah and i have definitely had some symptoms there was one time where i had a concussion symptom for i had symptoms for a year before it cleared up and that's one of the reasons why it stopped sparring uh after even after i got cleared for contact and i came back you know and i was trying to get into an mma fight i, I got fucked up once and i had concussion symptoms for a year. So you can do whatever you want as long as you're willing to pay the consequences. Right, right. The problem is that when you're young, it's really easy to make those decisions. Yeah. And then not, not realize what it's going to be like when you're 40 years old yeah. and you can't fucking find your car keys cuz you go fucking in the fr- fucking kitchen every time and open the fridge and don't even remember why you were there and then you find your car keys in the fridge and shit like that you know
1: I call that foraging (laughs) (laughs) and then you find a snack you find a snag before you know it yeah you you forgot you didn't want to go I didn't want to go anyways you're right I'm cool
0: (laughs) so uh so just do it because you love it you know like I would never encourage my children to get into fighting but if they really wanted to and I saw that they wanted to for the right reasons I would support them, but I wouldn't encourage them to do it. But I love it. If you love it, do it. Um, Fucking consistency. Uh, I've never fought, I I grew up with a single mom, so I never watched any sports growing up. Um, But one thing I know is that, um, you might know his name, he was a very famous uh, basketball coach. Uh, He coached Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and and several other NBA stars, and he was the winningest uh, basketball college coach and um I don't he,
1: be watching sports.
0: Right, unless right. It's, unless it's
1: just, unless just, punching people in the face. Me, it's uh, like, me either, dude. It's like, I fucking, yeah. <laughs> we gonna talk boxing. <laughs> boxing, maybe some arm wrestling every <laughs> yeah. once in a while. That's it. Yeah. Me too. I don't watch. I, job out <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't seen, I'm doing a lot of movie <laughs> r- recommendations, so watch Pulling John. If you want to find John. out about arm wrestling, watch Pulling John amazing documentary. You don't have to care shit about it. still good, huh? It's, it's rad. It's yeah. good, yeah. i will
1: have you like looking in the mirror
0: like. Fucking ready to <laughs> fucking hook somebody.
1: Walking, just hook Start them. just pulling your kid's <laughs> arm out of the socket.
0: Come on, let me show you something. Yeah. So um, yeah, only if you love it and consistency is what I was gonna get at. That coach, he said the most important thing in an athlete was consistency if it didn't matter if you had talent if you couldn't be consistent with your training it would eventually you would lose it right you're gonna you know you might have talent but when hard work work well you know that saying when hard work works hard it beats talent every time yeah
1: some shit like that or like hard hard
0: Hard work hard work beats talent every time when talent doesn't want to work work hard yeah okay that's it something like that right Teamwork, we got it. All that. I've seen it. Teamwork. Yep. (laughs) Safety first, then teamwork.
1: Safety first, OSHA.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, and for me, that's what it was. Like, I'm not talented. I'm not gifted. I'm not technical. I'm not fucking faster. Like, Wade can fucking outrun me most of the time, you know? Like, (laughs) <laughs> i know it doesn't even make sense it still boggles my mind actually yeah, i get him some heavy back shoes then, i think i think i'm starting to ca- I, I, I think i surpassed him now yeah you know but i'm 40 and he's i don't want to say how 40 he is but uh when Way we were in immortal. our 20s and shit that motherfucker used to blow me out of the water and i would like like this fucking heavyweight God, what the fuck? i'm a lightweight you know he's like stepping over PSP me up, for, uh, yeah
1: so Hey might kick you too
0: yeah so for me it was all consistency <laughs> that's what pushed me to the next level of mma where i could compete with people i just never fucking gave up i showed up and i never missed a fucking day i loved it i was on the mat every fucking day no matter how bad it hurt i was there and it's the same fucking thing with art art's a little bit different you know you might get in some drawing hours here or there but you can't stop being consistent and if you want a goal you have to stay consistent with that fucking goal if you want to do a gallery show You have to fucking go out and look at galleries and you can't get discouraged and you have to keep talking to people and networking until you can get a gallery show. And I got very lucky, honestly, because um, after BKFC, after being on pay-per-view, I got a lot of calls, you know, from people that saw the fight because it was fucking nuts. Yeah. And then um, they would look me up and a small percentage of the people that would look me up are also fans of art. And they'd go, oh, fuck, this guy paints too? Shit. And then they would like, you know, hit me up for paintings. And that's kind of how I started moving some paintings. I was already doing some smaller art shows. And of course, like if you're consistent with that, it'll lead to bigger art shows. So I started doing some bigger galleries and stuff in LA. And um, now I'm starting to look at some decent-sized galleries. But because I'm at the end of my fighting career, these next few months, I want to concentrate on that. I haven't really been painting as much and then once i call it quits i'm like did everything i need to do in in bkfc then i can take a step back and 100 uh work on my art again
1: that's freaking awesome man um i guess that's pretty much i mean we talked about a whole bunch of stuff so
0: (laughs) yeah i think we covered i think we covered covered pretty
1: pretty good uh ground here um is there is there anything else that you like to like to throw out there? Or?
0: Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just happy to see you and shit. We don't get to yeah, hang out a lot, but it's cool to see you anytime that I. I mean, I always enjoy your company whenever we get together and shit. Yeah, so man. I'm happy. That's
1: freaking, I'm I'm super stoked about it. You yeah, know? me too. Like, dude. I you know, it's it's funny. It was like you sit down and like you don't ever really get a chance. To like you know, like I was I was just talking to one of my other buddies, just like. It's like almost like the post-training sitting down. Like podcasts kind of remind me of like that post-training
0: oh, sitting yeah. down on the edge of the mat. That's the best, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. For yeah. those people that, that don't train, like the best part of training is like after you're just sitting there and you guys did this workout together and you had this experience. You're just bullshit. You, you try, you're, you're so connected, right? Yeah,
1: but you're yeah. like, oh, yo, I didn't die. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy so I cool. didn't die. So cool I didn't die. Yeah. So and cool then, <laughs> Wade didn't kill me. Yeah, so cool. Like, yeah. ships not full <laughs> mount, anybody.
0: <laughs> just, uh, let me see.
1: <laughs> and ground and pound them.
0: <laughs> uh, shout out to my friend Chris Ritchie. Yeah. Uh, he gave <laughs> me the MMA math. Just, uh, I was going to bring this up during the accolades, but I didn't know if it was going to come up later. Dude, just so, spit it. So technically... <laughs> Technically, if you want to look at it this way, I have a win over Fedor. Technically. MMA math. MMA (laughs) math. I beat Jens Pulver, who beat BJ Penn, who beat Matt Hughes, who beat George St. Pierre, who beat Jake Shields, who beat Dan Henderson, who beat Fedor Emelianenko. Oh, I, I was just about to drop the mic but it's not my mic. I mean, I don't want to be. Oh. Yeah, but that's, that's So technically, I mean, if you know, if you guys are out there and you're MMA fans, I'm just yeah. saying the MMA, MMA math. Balance, just so it works, I'm just up so you there. understand you know, what's I'm up going there. on. That's right. You see what's happening. That's right. And um,
1: I wonder if I have a win over him.
0: Yeah, go 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 back I'm and about look to now. Go check. Go back and look now. You, you yeah
1: probably like my best hit one. up my
0: friend chris richie he's good with that shit chris he's like Ritchie. he's like a rain man he's like an mma rain man i'm pretty rain man myself yeah
1: <laughs> 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 like, i'm so man. like that's the only reason that's that's my go-to it's like that's one of the, that's one my of the my school like, thing is like, that's like my... one of
0: the reasons I don't get promoted to because like I lock onto certain sayings and I'll yeah. keep saying them over and over when I'm training with people yeah. and like piss them off. Like like yeah. I'll be rolling with somebody and one of them was from the movie Rain Man. And 97X, bang, the future of <laughs> rock and roll. And I'll just keep saying <laughs> it and you'll be like losing your mind. You're like, what the fuck? 97X, <laughs> bang. F- and I'll say it in your ear like when I got you fucking tight. 97X, <laughs> (laughs) The future of rock and roll.
1: Dude, I get locked in on stuff too. Shout out to the homie Alan Beck. I'm sorry, I'm gonna bring this up, but uh, (laughs) um, there's like strange things I'll get locked in on. Like, I remember I was watching somebody doing some like I don't know, like it was like some like Russian self defense demonstration, and the guy was like, like he was like grabbing the dude's jawbone and like demonstrating like a like a like a knife strike, and I was like. Dude, I could use that to like fish, like a rear naked choke, like, and so <laughs> like like <laughs> grab some jawbone, like the side <laughs> of their head, you know, like mad, just just aggressive. Ooh. But there was another time when um I I focused in, uh, I got stuck focusing in on um I was like I wonder if I could scream in someone's ear and have them submit. <laughs> Sorry, Alan. Sorry about that. Shout <laughs> so, out, shout out to Alan Beck. Yeah. <laughs> what am I? I'm oh gonna, man! Oh, I, <laughs> was like so I would, like am about to drag him an like, into the mud right now since like, we're going on this. Yell into his ear.
0: Like uh, so mean. One time, uh, I got. That's U- what.
1: That's why my life has befell me. So
0: yeah, <laughs> I got UFC heavyweight and uh one FC champion Brandon Vera. I got him in a guillotine once, and uh like he was just making that fucking noise, was like, <laughs> like making those fucking noises. And I said now is not the time for fear doctor that comes later <laughs> 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 as soon as he as soon as he got out he was like the dark knight and I'm like, yeah like, <laughs> oh god it's so yeah, mean i know yeah there's a uh, at alliance mma real quick i know we're wrapping it up um this guy who's just a normie you know like a normal guy that would come train he was probably some kind of fucking doctor or business guy or some shit and he rolled his ankle just like Every day a rolling ankle Nothing serious Didn't pop or, But yeah. he refused to get off the ground And yeah. we had to call an ambulance Yeah No I'm not walking I'm t- fucking getting an ambulance So we called an ambulance and shit They fucking put him on the ambulance They're carting him down Everybody's like quiet as fuck Watching him And right as they bring the ambulance Right by me He goes If he dies He dies Like that <laughs> 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 They carted him off And we never saw him ever again That's awesome Good riddance <laughs> Anyways, that's why I don't get promoted.
1: Yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. These, you know, we, these things happen. Right, <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, so hopefully, um, oh, oh, we got to give them the rundown. All your stuff. Let people know where you're at, how they can get a
0: hold of you. Oh, God, I'm so unprofessional. Uh, well, so far, I have the, doma- the domain, uh-huh. diegogarijo.com, which uh-huh. probably most people can't spell, but... Uh, I haven't done shit with it. I had a store. A couple people were buying paintings from me, and they're like, "Why don't you open up a store? I'd like to get it from a store." And I did, and nobody bought shit from the store. People were still (laughs) buying shit from the DMs. Uh So I was like, literally, like I don't even like it, you know? Like I like dealing with people one on one. Yeah. Like talking to you. I don't want you to fucking put your credit card and order my thing, and you fucking get it in the mail without talking to me, man. You know, when that's I'm weird. big and famous, that's fine. You could do that. You yeah. know, just talk to the gallery owner. I don't yeah, even want to know you broker. at that point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but right now, that I'm fucking, you know, low-level fucking guy, just fucking DM me. Uh, the best well, place to get a hold of me is Instagram, which is my name at DiegoGarrijo.com. No, sorry, fucked it up. Can you take two? Take two. Don't remember that. It's at diegogarihjo. At diegogarihjo. The problem is, I think I'm shadow banned.
1: I don't think it's shadow bad.
0: I don't know. A lot of people had told me they can't find me in the results because I was posting a lot of sexy stuff because I started, <laughs> I got into writing poetry this year and I was posting a lot of sexy poems and I would like put like pictures with them sometimes, you know, to like kind of get you in the mood for a sexy poem. And uh, I think somebody was reporting me, man, and I, I started getting shit, pulled down, pulled down, and I got warnings that say, hey, if this keeps happening, we're going to shut down your account. And then I got a notice that said um, you're not eligible for sponsored partnerships and, and a few other things like that on the Instagram platform anymore. That's so weird. yeah, so I don't know if I got a shadow band or what, but there's been a lot of people that told me they have put my whole fucking name and I haven't popped up. So it's a little blue logo, yeah, you know that I it's it says DG which looks like a face. It's my logo that I made.
1: I'll make sure all the stuff is in the show notes, like so yeah, can if link there's some it. links,
0: but uh, yeah, that's I mean. I don't want to, I will lose my fucking mind if I have a Twitter or a Facebook. I don't even like fucking Instagram, to be honest with you. <laughs> this fucking sucks, bro. Yeah, and kinda, for artists, it's, it's kinda, they are straight fucking censoring so many fucking artists, dude. Like the rule was no nudity, okay. But you'll have a fucking, like a realistic painting that's art And somebody will fucking report it. And sometimes people lose their account for shit like that. And artists will work for fucking years to build up those accounts. And that's their livelihood. That's how they live off the money they make off Instagram. And then some fucking asshole. If that's you, you know who I'm talking to. If you're out there reporting fucking art, don't let me catch you in a fucking dark alley.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: If it's fucking art and you don't like it, don't follow. Unfollow. Yeah. All right? Uh, but leave their shit alone you know like and if you have kids on fucking instagram then monitor their shit or don't even let them be on fucking instagram you know if yeah. that's what you're worried about earmuffs yeah sorry no i was just, no, I was fucking just fucking saying shit. <laughs> no i was just saying like that's you know the
1: equivalent is earmuffs you know right like, right
0: yeah but i, I just no, i'll go off on if this you shit want to, all right, it's good. all good
1: fuck
0: <laughs> all right. but i'm just saying i got
1: that little explicit bar yeah i i mean
0: My goal is honestly to get into galleries and have a dealer so I don't have to deal with any of this shit because here's what it is. Uh, And this happened in MMA too. A lot of people, they want to fight. They want to fight so bad that they'll lower their price tag. Yeah. So now, when the people that are actually worth money can't get paid what they want, yeah. because this fucking dude from the Midwest that is like 0 and three and yeah. wants to see his friends want to watch him get his ass beat on TV, yeah. is going to fight for two thousand dollars. So now they're not going to pay the good guy ten thousand dollars to fight, you know? Right. And so a lot of people on Instagram, they're like. Oh, I don't want a gallery to take fifty percent of my money. Yeah, but that gallery will sell it for fucking ten thousand dollars, and you're gonna sell. You're gonna get a hundred percent of five hundred dollars, motherfucker. Yeah. So we're to me technology. We're just fucking everything up. You know, like yeah. the more we moved into social media, the more that artists are representing themselves, yeah. doing their own marketing. But they're getting less money for their art, you know. Yeah. Because we're cutting out them that that middleman, the gallery dealer. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I would rather get fifty percent of fucking ten thousand dollars and never touch a fucking Instagram. I
1: gotta I gotta put you in contact with uh, with
0: uh, with Otto. Oh, for sure, man. When I he like does stuff, him.
1: you get all your. He doesn't take any commission at all. Oh shit, sure. that's cool,
0: so. man. But I, dude, I to me, it's like. If I put my shit in a gallery and they bring it to an audience that can afford those prices, yeah, then it's worth it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Word. Okay. Cool. Um. So Diego Garrijo at Diego Garrijo and in uh, your other art page at Diego Garrijo two dot two or something like that. Well,
0: since since I got shadow banned, I started the second one. Uh-huh. So maybe I I keep my paintings that you could buy on that one. It's like the store. So there's right. at Diego Garrijo two. Yeah. And if you go there, there's paintings available for sale. You can DM me. All the other paintings on my main page, where I put pictures of me fighting and drag or fucking doing whatever the fuck else I want to do. Oh drawing. yeah, we didn't
1: even touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he 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 uh, he enjoys wearing clothing that you know that's his deal. Ladies, ladies, ladies. But ladies. it's just
0: it's it's mostly like an art thing, you know. Yeah. Like uh, I took this class um that eric Dofiero and dominic cruz got me into yeah and it's uh, emotional intelligence sick yeah you know about emotional. no EQ? i know i know
1: about i know about what like emotional intelligence is right know? so
0: for people that don't know eq is how intelligent you are emotionally versus your iq so they're thinking now that the determining factor of success is EQ over IQ yeah. because you could be smart as fuck, but, but if, if you're, you're fucking little, autistic and you can't connect with if other people, spectrum, yeah, yeah if, if you like really fucking cannot see how people's emotions are working and how your own emotions are working, yeah. you're not going to be successful in life. You right. know? You got to have that connection with people. Like, and uh, Most that's
1: politicians very, have very high uh eqs
0: right and that's yeah. why they could work a room right yeah. and they're kissing babies and oh, people yeah. feel connected oh, we people get excited yeah, yeah i'm gonna get behind that guy yeah, you man. know and that's very important in the art world yeah if you're gonna fucking be an artist dude and you want to get out that network you should know how to fucking communicate with people yeah. uh it's gonna be really hard to get out there if you're super introverted and do not want to connect with people yeah. Uh well it depends what you want to do. If you want to if you're happy being an Instagram artist, that's that's your sh- shit, man. It's I'm not talking shit. Yeah. I just saying what I want to do, but people have different goals and that's 100% okay. Yeah. So, uh Dominic Cruz and Eric Delfiero got me into this EQ course and we did a bunch of exercises and a lot of them deal with vulnerability and I have a very big comfort zone. Yeah. So like I'll just do fucking crazy shit normally. Yeah. So like how do you push me out of your comfort zone? out of my comfort zone. So, like, somehow we came up with this exercise where I was like, I'll I'll do a fucking drag show. It was so out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like something that I was doing before, like, you know, dressing in women's clothes, you know, yeah. like when my lady's not around or some shit like that. I mean, and that shit's all cool. Like in the gang, whatever you want to do, I support it. You know, as <laughs> long as better. you're not, yeah, as long as you're not hurting fucking people. Like unless they want you to hurt them and shit. Yeah. Like do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. As you long know? as you like, got safe, words. All yeah, it. yeah, yeah, right. It's, uh, in Spanish, we have this saying: "It's a uh, de culo un papalote y vuelalo donde quieras," which uh, it, that's Spanish, and it literally translates Some, to what, your "of your wants? make a <laughs> kite out of your ass and go fly like, it wherever like, you want." Oh. So that's the word-for-word word translation on that and uh so yeah do whatever the fuck you want and i did that and it was a lot of fucking fun and i met a lot of interesting people and it opened a lot of fucking doors too yeah yeah. like you know i got into some galleries and shit because they were just like looked at me and were like oh fuck this guy's a character yeah 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 that's what's up (laughs) that's what's up (laughs) tattoos paintings fighting and drag and drag and a pretty good cook too
1: arm wrestling
0: Arm wrestling, powerlifting. Power lifting.
1: Powerlifting, Basically just picking up for heavy shit. stuff. Just like the full, fullest extreme of whatever. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> in, in
0: any direction. I have like two speeds. I have like on, on and hundred miles an <laughs> hour. Off and a, yeah, off hundred miles an hour. Like that's...
1: I have one speed, forward. Forward, yeah. <laughs> all right. I cool. think that pretty much wraps it up. Um I'll have much more detail like down in the show notes. I'll go through all that stuff and put up his his contact info so um you for you people that just want to click you'll be able to just click and uh i don't even have like a going away saying
0: you should, <laughs> so I, should right? I gotta figure something out yeah, you gotta come up with like a fucking <laughs> like a wrap-up what was it what did you say 97 bang <laughs> 97x bang 97x bang <laughs> the future of rock and roll the future of rock and roll <laughs> another movie wreck shout out to uh dustin hoffman So
1: it's dustin hoffman Rain man. Man, man, if you haven't seen that. Definitely, definitely, definitely came out on cool. on <laughs> everywhere.
0: All right. Fuck, dude. It was a pleasure, man. Yeah,
1: dude.